Kari Frazier here at the Tech Economy Detroit 2014 conference. Once again, on behalf of the Michigan Citizen newspaper and Detroit is Different, the blog. And right now, I have actual attendant, also a student, and a new Detroiter. And that's what caught my attention of bringing Charlie Marthrop, who's a Venture for America fellow, also technology development person for Next Energies. How are you doing today? It's good to be here, Carrie. Hey, man, everything's great. And one of the biggest things is a new Detroiter and a person working in the tech industry. And you've been here for a month, you said. What caught your attention about Detroit when you first came here? Um, you know, as someone who has never been here, and I think you probably experienced this with a lot of people that come from out of town or visit you or anything like that, I could not help but notice you know, driving into where I was going to live, the the kind of most obvious thing on the landscape, which is this blight. And I almost thought that I, you know, wouldn't um, get over it or, or that, that everything I did was going to be colored by the fact that I was surrounded by um, these buildings that, you know, had been thriving businesses and homes and, um it, it affected me a lot. I was I was kind of surprised at at how visible all of that was coming in, and that was that was really my first, you know, the drive from the airport. Mm-hmm. That was what was going through my mind. Was like, wow, th- this is not uh, just in the New York Times. This is this is real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now with that being somebody that has just fresh out of school and new ideas and sees and works with technology how do you feel technology could address an issue like blight in the city of detroit yeah i think that's that is the question and that's i think a lot of the reason why everyone um is coming here to economy and and they've got uh the cio chief information officer of detroit is here and she's speaking um i think you know if i if i knew the answer to how how to roll out technology technology to help the people that need the help most which also happen to be the people that have the least access to technology Mm -hmm. um, I'd probably be the person that's that's pulling the strings and actually that that is the question I'm most interested in is how do you have um, something that's fundamentally uh, concentrated in the hands of the people that have access to it and how do you use that and implement it to help those that have the least access to it okay It's, it's a very tricky problem so more so you're looking to find answers to that question yourself is there anything that excites you that may be an answer to that right now well i've heard some of the um some of the ideas that that the city of detroit is looking into for example they have this new blexting app which is a um an interesting take on how to characterize blight in the city which i think has people um with their phones reporting different instances of of blight and I think um, with all of this technology it moves so fast the the thing that needs to be always ensured is that um, the solution meets and fits the problem mm-hmm. so um, you know alongside of, a t- of, of an app that addresses blight is it addressing uh, the real problems of the people I think that's that's something that um, is I think the conversation of technology needs to always be framed that way. And I think I've, I've seen that here at techno- Techonomy too. And I, and I, I'm happy for that. Okay. Now, when you say that definitely seeing that technology is actually tied to addressing the issue at hand, mm-hmm. uh, 
what issues do you feel like outside of just blight itself and just poverty and just access mm -hmm. to technology how do you feel you can be a part of some of that change that happens um yeah as as a new person coming into detroit i think um i experienced a lot of interesting and and sometimes challenging conflicting emotions about my role in this mm -hmm. city um you know i think a lot of the messaging around attracting young uh people to this city from outside hinges around the fact that it's um you know a place of opportunity a place of um you know a place where you can go and, and make your mark and make a difference um and and that's exciting and it's a good thing but i think something that gets lost in this um this framing of detroit as this place where you can come in and and, and uh it's you know that it's framed as this empty place where you can make a big difference is, is the fact that there are more than seven hundred thousand people already here mm -hmm. so um with whatever i do i think a lot of it i would want to kind of connect the dots between the new people coming in mm -hmm. to um, those that are already here and 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 the people coming in realizing that they have a lot to learn from from those who already are here okay now being a person that works with something like transportation and different things that could change and businesses starting up what advice would you give somebody that's looking to get involved and reach out to some of the tech businesses and some of the venture businesses around what advice would you give them as far as getting going and starting in the city of detroit yeah, I mean, as as someone who's who's fresh out of college and and um, you know a month into a venture for America fellowship, I I don't know um, if I'm the most qualified to answer that, but I'll do okay. my best. Um, you know, I know that there are a lot of incubators and different um, venture firms in uh, downtown Detroit and around this area. I know we have there are venture for America fellows at Detroit Venture Partners, DVP, mm -hmm. uh, Bizdom is an accelerator here in the city. And so if you can get your word out to them and your pitch out to them and they like what you're doing, um, these are the spaces where entrepreneurs that come into Detroit are going to be successful. And, and speaking um, more broadly from Next Energy's perspective, if you have an advanced energy technology and or transportation technology um, yeah, certainly reaching out to Next Energy to say, hey, is this, you know, could you help us out? Could you help us navigate, um, you know, getting state, federal funding, and also private investment? There's a lot, there's a lot of opportunity out there for people that are trying to make a difference here. Okay, I'm going to close on this point. If you could suggest one thing that people should start learning about and just familiarize themselves with about technology right now, what would that be? Learn how to code. Um, I think that in our schools today, we equip students um, with the ability to read and write. And these are tools for learning and creating and expressing your thoughts. And I think knowing how to code is the same way. You know, there are so many people that say there should be an app that does this. There should be something that does that. These are problems in my life that need solutions. Um, and right now, the gatekeeper to a lot of those solutions are the people that know how to code. And so if you look at the, the kind of technology that comes out of, um, you know, the, the sector that is coding and, and people that are coding, 
Um, it's, it's obviously going to be shaped by the people that have the, the tools to do that. So equipping yourself with a tool before you even know what you would do with it, um, it's going to make it so that when you do know how you can help, you can do it right away. Thank you so much, Charlie. It's good talking to you. Yes, sir.